We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We're here. I wish I could give this feeling. I wish I could give this feeling. Yo, welcome. You are listening to The Corner Podcast. I'm Kel Dansby. And I'm Andreas Hale. And we're coming to you from Rouge in the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. We're on location, Mayweather weekend. Pacquiao fight, it's going crazy. The turn up is real. And we just came out of the weigh-in. And wait, wait. If any, For anybody who's never been to a Mayweather weekend, it's already crazy, but um, this weigh-in shit... It's like a fight itself. Yo, this is where all the real fans, we told we told you all the real fans were coming in. It was $10. It was going to be crazy. It was going to be a mix of Freak Nick and a dope Filipino barbecue. And NBA All-Star Weekend. And a lot of urban loitering. That, that's it. That's what was going down. I need to find a Filipino fan so I get me some lumpia in a second. I'm mad <laughs> hungry. Yo, so yeah, we just came out of this weigh-in. We saw what Mayweather and Pacquiao looked like. First of all, the atmosphere was crazy. Now, before I go into that, it still will never match up to what I saw with Hatton Mayweather. The Hatton fans were loud, they were in unison, and they drowned everything out. But this was a spectacle in itself. What'd you think, Kel? Yo, I mean, Mayweather fans just don't travel well. Something's happening, like, they, they need to recruit more people to TMT or something. They, they need to do something, just give out more free hats and track suits because the Filipino fans just drowned them out today. It was all Manny, all I mean, Manny in that arena. 70-30? You know, it's, yeah, easily, easy. But, I mean, that's the thing. It's like Mayweather's the guy you pay to see lose. You don't pay to see him win. You're not rooting for Mayweather, but it powers him up. You know, he, he, I think he likes it like that. That's why he fights on Cinco de Mayo weekend. He's not a Mexican. I mean, it's painfully obvious what he's doing. But it's another weekend where Manny looked happy. He looked loose. He looked comfortable. He told Floyd, thank you. Thank you? Before a fight, thank you for whooping my ass. Thank you for this paycheck. Thank you for finally, like, there's a lot of thank yous there. There's a lot of reasons for it. But I think it threw Mayweather off a little bit. Hey, hey, little fucker, why are you saying thank you to me before we fight? It's going to loosen me up. Don't do that. I want to beat your ass. Yeah, it's hard to punch someone in the face when they're that polite. Yo, he said they want, he want to get a prayer group together after the fight. I mean, what like it's Thursday night at church. Like, it's, you know, fight, study. the fight Saturday. Okay, Sunday morning, is he going to be knocking on Mayweather's door, win or lose? He'll be like, Floyd, let's go pray. Yo. Blessed be the one. And if he wins, he'll be like, God likes me more than you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's going to be like Jehovah Witness at the door. Manny's just going to roll up. He'll still be in Vegas. He got to chop it up with Floyd. So, I mean, we, we saw what the fight is going to be about today. We saw Manny is loose, carefree. He has nothing to lose. 
there was an intense bone in his body, and Floyd is uh, focused, or he's doing a focused act. Yo, he's intense. He's intense. Yo, and I don't know if it's a good thing. Sometimes you can hype yourself up too much for a fight. You build it up in your head too much, and you come out there and you try to do something that you don't always do. And Floyd's usually relaxed for a fight. He's laughing, he's joking, he's talking. None of that this time. Well, you know, it's like, I look at it like when I used to kill everybody at Madden, right? When I played Madden, when I was loose and comfortable, I beat the shit out of you. Humble brag. But if you find a dude that's pretty good and I get my focus face on, I, I win, but I don't win by as much because, you know, I'm thinking too hard. So I think Floyd might be coming in thinking a little bit too hard, and it's going to take him a couple rounds to loosen up. You know, so I don't think anything's going to change. It may be a more determined and more disciplined Floyd Mayweather, and maybe a Floyd Mayweather that starts off faster. I really don't know, but just looking at these guys in the way, it's just this is not a Mayweather we've seen before. Nah, nothing's been average about this whole week, this whole weekend, and once again, there's still a, a whole another event. We haven't even gotten to the fight. So much has happened, we haven't even gotten to the fight. So it could go so many ways, like we talked about yesterday in the episode. We can't even call it. And you know what? I'm just getting word. We're chilling in here. We have some people that want to stop through. Yeah, man, we got some guests. We got some guests. We're in Rue, so it's like some of the fighters, it might be difficult because they're getting mobbed over here. But um, we got some guests. We got some experts. We got some actresses. We got, Yo, we got, we got some people. People want to come chill with us. They want to talk with us. Yeah, and shoot the breeze. And we invited people. You know, we got a lot of people running by yelling at us. So, uh, And then, you know, for all the fellas out there, I guess it's some work for you. Yo, it's, it's, it's a good look in here. I'm not going to lie. If you, you can see what we can see, it's not bad. We got a, a nice set right now for the show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good location. Shout out to Roots for giving this to us. Yes, yes. Um, they didn't have to do this. They could have kicked us in and said, get your little two black asses out of here and go somewhere else. Yo, they but hooked it, it up. What up, Rouge? It's, it's, we're right in the heart of the MGM where it's all going down. All right, let's bring the guest on then. Everyone, give us one second. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. You know, I got to get a drink real quick because that's how we got to do the podcast. It's on location. Yeah, you an alcoholic, man. I, nah, B, you got to loosen up. Man, what, I'm good. The day I, don't start until you get one drink in you. Look, I'm drinking after the fight. I'm getting one drink right now. You guys stay tuned. We're bringing our first guest on right after the break. Word. The champ is here. The champ is here. Welcome, everyone. This is The Corner. We are joined by our guest. Hi, everybody. My name is Gail Bean. I'm an actress. Oh, let me just give this shameless plug real quick. Hey, do it. Everybody go out to the theaters July 24th and see our new film, Unexpected. It stars Colby Smulders. I hope everybody saw The Avengers this weekend. Her film just came out. And Anders Holmes from Workaholics. It was executive produced by the amazing Chris Webber. Who doesn't love, love Chris Webber? Come on. Of course, right? Okay. And directed by Chris um, Chris Weinberg. So, yeah, everybody check that out. Yo, we're going to be there. <laughs> so, so be look, there. I met Gail at Sundance, right? Yes. And the first thing I found out about Gail is she's never been to Vegas before. Never. This is a first. But you know what? Like I said, I'm from Atlanta, so I know about the ultimate turn-up. So I want to see if Vegas matches Atlanta. Vegas Mayweather weekend passes everything, though. Do you see this right now? It's I've a club it. right now. I've seen it. Let me Yo. tell you. Let me tell you. I've seen more fake booties. And we 16, 23. Let people get in. their drinks in them. Give it two hours. It's going to be Magic City right now. We're ma oh, okay. MGM Lobby. All through here. So I'm with it. <laughs> All right. So, Gail, what brought you out here? Because you came out here, and I, I'm hearing funny stuff, but the other people don't know why you're here. Okay. It's my best friend's birthday, uh, Jewel Kennedy. I call her JFK. Hi, JFK. JFK, Hi, what up? right here with me. That's my boo. It's her birthday, and she was like, you know, Let's go to Vegas. She's a gambler. She usually went bucks, though. Like, she, she went big money. And um, she wanted to come out for her birthday. She, we didn't even know about the fight. Okay? I'm not a boxer extraordinaire. I don't follow the trend. And know, I know he won the first time. I know he couldn't read the second time. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. He got hooked on phonics. It's all good. Yeah, you know, I mean, hey, he got more money than me, though. So it don't even matter. He don't even have to read his checks. Nah, he, you know how to count. <laughs> exactly. But how do you come out here and you, you run into this? Okay, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you how God blessed us. She was like, we don't have to pay for the rental. 
we don't have to pay for the hotel. We have the hotel. The hair, uh, we have the Caesars um, establishment hotel. The Harris. The Harris. The whole weekend for free. For free. For free. On the house. On the house. Do you know how much that goes for? I don't. Yo, I don't. It was a thousand one hundred for tonight. Well, let and me it goes tell up you. tomorrow. For a room with a couple beds. Is it a suite? It is. It's a suite? What? I'm out. I'm out. I, no, I quit. We know where the party's at later. <laughs> all right, all right. Turn up, turn up. We'll have a quick little pregame when we go out. All right. Bottle of Ciroc on me. But yeah, we didn't even know. And we didn't hit no traffic. So we left L.A. Because I live in Los Angeles now for acting. We left L.A. at like, like 5.30. We hit no traffic. Straight uh, shot. What alternate universe does she live in? <laughs> like, I ran into traffic coming here, and I live 20 minutes away. <laughs> and and I, how, I was in that garage for, like, 40 minutes trying to park. And she gets no traffic coming from L.A. Gail is blessed. Yo, it's a blessed weekend for them. Blessed weekend. Yes. I gambled for the first time last night. Did you win? I won, like, 50-some dollars. It's not much, but I won. What? I mean, <laughs> beginner's luck, but come on, man. Like, everything's working for you. Hey, Wait. I'm trying to have a JFK, did now. you win? Yes or no? Nod your head. Oh, oh, she has one yet. JFK ain't win. <laughs> it's her birthday weekend. But the weekend ain't over, though. Now it's we just getting started. started. What do you have planned for this weekend? Like, what are you looking forward to? What are you trying to check out? Okay, so since I didn't know about all the events, I don't even know about the parties. I'm trying to find out. If your listeners can let me know, I'm trying to find out about the parties. Because we want to turn up. We trying, where y'all going? Yo, I'm... I'm trying to be everywhere. Okay, well, we're going to be everywhere. We're going to be mean, everywhere. Sure. I've never been in Vegas. And when Andres, when we was in Utah at Sundance, he was trying to tell me that it'd be lit out here. So I'm trying to see what, what the Vegas lit is like. But you know what's funny? I don't think Gail remembered to hit me so you saw me on Instagram. It was like, oh, Andreas lives in Vegas. Got no love. Yeah. See, social media is a beautiful thing because you get forgotten about in real life. Until you do something, they go, oh, shit, I know somebody who lives in Vegas. It's Andreas. I, okay, I did. When I saw he had the, um, the weigh-in ticket, I was like, we were going to the weigh-in. Oh, let me, so see, let me tell you how our luck isn't that great. We had got two tickets to the weigh-in, and everything was good. We took a stop real quick on the way here, coming from our hotel, to get the, go by the bank to get the money to buy our ticket. We got here, the guy was like, oh, I had to go in, I went ahead and sold y'all's tickets. What, man, you sold our tickets? And it was like good seats for a great price. So our feelings was a little hurt, but it's cool. It's cool, you know, we're gonna bounce back. Yo, he probably sold them for like $120. He though. could, so I'm not mad. He yeah. sold them way more than what he had offered, to, we were offered to pay. But no, I saw on Instagram, I was like, Andreas lives in Vegas, let me hit him up and see what he up to. Oh, you know. yeah, what am I up to? Work. The busiest weekend in Vegas history. What are you up to? Chilling. I ain't doing shit. You know, nothing. <laughs> Yo, you gotta hit something up though. Pool party. Oh, we definitely hit up pool party. Let me tell you, my swimsuit is too sexy for me not to hit up no pool party. I don't even gotta get in the pool. I just want to be there. Everyone gonna follow you on Instagram right after Real this quick. podcast. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? Let me see that. They're going to leave the, the two to. big eye emojis all <laughs> over your joint. I so appreciate are, the love. Are you going to watch the fight? Are you I am. Some? We got invited to a circuit. Um, uh, what is it called? The closed circuit? The closed circuit. Okay. Yeah, thank you. See, I'm not... I'm not savvy, you know. I'm like the Mayweather of reading oh, when it comes shit. to boxing. So, <laughs> I don't really know. But um, we got invited to a little viewing, so we're going to go to that. $150 a ticket, by the way. Also free, I'm guessing. It was comp. Oh, <laughs> it was, oh it's so I am rolling. Look, these are my <laughs> new best right friends. <laughs> I'm rolling with them everywhere. They get everything for free. Everywhere. <laughs> you guys need to teach me your ways. I need to learn. <laughs> we literally were just walking. And a guy was like, hey, where y'all from? He was talking to us, and then he was like, you know, I got some friends. I'm from L.A. My friends are from L.A. They're, they're not going to make it up. So, yeah. So we were like, oh, okay. He might have been running out. He might have been lying about having friends coming out and not coming. He might have just been on the prowl to yo, find people. Yo, he just bought people. two or three extra tickets. Yeah. Just, hey, right? Like, yo, I, I'm going to talk to somebody. So we're like, sure, why not? Like, of course. Hashtag shoot your shot. A lot of that going on this week. I wonder if he made it. Like, I wonder if he, he thinks he's going to make his shot. Yo, he's going to make his shot. Hey, you got to shoot nah. it. 
I mean, you yeah, got to take a he chance. He can be Steph Curry, or he can do the J.R. Smith and air ball, but Look, as, long, as long as you shoot it. Again, we are at the MGM Grand at Ruse in the Mayweather Pacquiao way in fallout. And if you look at right, out there right now, everybody's shooting, everybody's shooting a shot. Everybody. Everybody. I've been watching people brick like a mongo. Got a couple of bricks. There's yeah, a couple of air that. balls. There's Yo, a couple yeah. of solutions. I seen a man. Let me tell you. Yo, for it. Yo the percentage is horrible right now. <laughs> it is. Now, what did you see? What did you see? I seen a couple of people, you know, try to mack on some honeys. It wasn't their game. Their game was real weak. The type of game that was getting thrown at us, them shots was real. It was going right by air ball. Oh, wait. Give me some lines. What, what were you hearing? JFK, what they were saying to us? Some people were like, so, so where are y'all doing? Where are you going to? You going to the fight? Everybody. Oh, some people were like, y'all want to go to dinner? Work? Yo, That's never a, turn down the food. You know, people meal. are always up for the food. And I guess we smiled. It was like they look hungry. So I was like. They said you need to eat? Yeah, they was like, they need to eat. Let me feed them. You know, a couple of stuff like that. But everybody's key line. Y'all going to the fight? Y'all going to the fight? What would work then? They help, ain't help going the guys, to the fight. Help they the guys lie. out, though. And it's like they wait for you to say yes or no so they can say, oh, well, you can come, come watch it with us. No. So what's going to work? Give a guy a line. Like, for all the people listening, they out here, they might want to entertain a, a lovely woman like yourself. How would they go about approaching you? Let's see. What's the best thing? The best thing I got to say to me. You saw your movie? You, you know what? You know what? If a guy tell me he saw my movie and it ain't even out yet. Because I'm the type. You give me Chick-fil-A on a Sunday, I'm yours. <laughs> so you want them to do the impossible is what you're saying like yo you do the impossible and you got me I'm yours yo I put oh that in God. the microwave 11.59 <laughs> give me that Chick-fil-A they can close heat up the see, next day see most guys not gonna think like that they're yo. gonna say okay Chick-fil-A's closed on a Sunday I can't win nah, I need yo. a guy that's not gonna that's gonna try gotta think outside the box hey. yeah outside the box <laughs> He can make something and then write Chick-fil-A on the box. Or, you know what I'm saying? Look at that. Improvise. I'm telling you. Be that type of Download the recipe. So let me ask y'all a question since we're here for the fight. Because mm -hmm. I know y'all are supposed to be doing the ones asking the questions. But I would like to know, who are you going for? Go ahead, Kel. See, wait, before I start, <laughs> Kel is known as the guy who says the most ridiculous shit on my show. Okay. So... <laughs> Listen, I speak the truth. I don't know what you saw. I, no, I it's never the truth. The truth. <laughs> Tell how it is. It's never the truth. Anyway, uh -huh. go ahead. Go ahead. Mayweather's going to win. Okay. He's going to win by decision. It's going to be kind of a boring fight, but it is what it is. I mean, that's how they fight now. They're not young. Okay. They haven't had exciting fights for five years, and people expect that to change. Okay. So uh, it's not going to happen. Mayweather's going to make it look easy, and he's going to collect this check, and they're going to go about their way. Okay, let me comment on that. Yeah. So I saw the last fight. I saw it. And I feel since then, a lot has happened. And even though Mayweather has, to me, sort of an ego. Sort of. And he, yeah, <laughs> sort no, of an ego. Tiny bit. He's just a little bit, you know, got a big ego, that one. But I honestly feel that he has a lot that he's fighting for right now. Like, the fact that he can't read, he got he to gotta fight for that. Got to fight for that. Got to fight for literacy. <laughs> oh, my God, that's a campaign. His, his girl got taken away. She did. She still ain't come back. She, she ain't going nowhere. She with Nelly. Shout out Nelly. You know what I'm saying? Shout out you Nelly. Shout him out. Shout Yo, out. beat those charges, my man. <laughs> so I feel like he has a lot going on to where he might come swinging. Because he got a lot of people saying that he got an ego. He got a lot of people saying that he didn't win the last fight. So I think this time he might really knock him out. I think it's going to be a knockout. He can't take that three, that third L. You can't take three L's in a year. That's the rule. I, yeah. So he can't get knocked out. He, he I, can't I, afford to swing. He gets knocked out. He ain't never getting his girl back. I th I'm saying Mayweather's going to knock out Pacquiao. I'm calling it. Uh, I'm calling it. Rough. What do you got? Well, it's I not going to be a boring fight. That's what I tell you not. Well, damn. <laughs> you know how I feel. I think Mayweather's going to win a decision. It's going to be a boring fight. Oh, for, man. For people who don't watch boxing, they're going to say, ah, I paid all that money for this. That's, that's how it goes with Mayweather. Okay. Yeah, they're going to say he ran the whole fight. Yeah, and he's going to do what he has to do. Now, if that makes you upset, he has $200 million that says, too bad for you. <laughs> I am paid. And you're watching it for free. So. You're right. right. You're right. I'm not going to get that. But yeah, give us your prediction. Let's okay, so put us on the hot This seat. has nothing to do with nothing, but it kind of got a little bit something to do with something. So with the whole everything that's going on right now with Freddie Gray, mm -hmm. I don't. Maybe I haven't been on Mayweather social media to see if he has commented on the subject. He has not. But he okay, not. that's what I thought. He hasn't. 
I feel like with the event being a charity event, though, so weigh-ins are normally free this year. They chose to charge, saying that all the money's going to go to charity. Right. Can I say nigga on here? Say what you say want. Whatever uh, okay. Want. This nigga need to be fighting for something. <laughs> He better get his ass up there and be like, okay, this fight is for Freddie Gray or to be all the illiterate people, and I'm going to give some of the money to Sylvan or any of the learning. You know what I'm saying? Hooked on phonics or something. He needs to be fighting for something. He's fighting for his, his bank account. Himself. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what he wants, and he okay. gambles more money than he's ever given away. I mean... This better not be a boring fight. Yo, it's going to be I'm in boring. Vegas. I've never been to Vegas before. This it's is my be first boring. time here. Yeah, well, Hope for a knockout. <laughs> but best case scenario, Floyd gets laid out, and we get memes for, like, three weeks. Okay, so what do y'all think? How do y'all think things will go if Mayweather gets knocked out? Like, I don't... I think it'll just be... It'll just destroy so much. Yo, I'll do back. He's going to go into hiding. Yo, the, I'll do back. The internet will break. The Kim internet Ka will break. Kim, the, Kim Kardashian didn't break the internet. Floyd Mayweather get knocked out? He going to break the internet. Let me tell you, Floyd going to break all electricity. Yeah. If he get It'll be a blackout out. on the strip. It's going to be a blackout. It'll hey, be yo, a blackout. And you better run if there's a blackout on the strip with all these black folks out here. God yo, damn. What? It is going to be tough. You thought it was bad before. Yo, during the Maidana fight when they ran through here. Oh, yeah. Tearing crazy. up the Starbucks. Yeah. Let Floyd get knocked out. <laughs> Let, what? Emeralds wow. is a wrap. Everything. Whatever Everything. other restaurants are over here, they flipping stuff over. Oh, Don't be rioting. Don't let Floyd get knocked out. Well, TMT wait. guys are going to be crying. You ever seen a grown man cry? It ain't a pretty sight. I don't want to see that. They don't act like they lost the fight. <laughs> That's it. There ain't no coming back from that. So before we go, though, plug your movie once again. Yes, Unexpected. We'll be in theaters July 24th. Please go see it. It's directed by Chris Schwamberg. It stars myself, the lovely Kobe Smulders, who was in Avengers, the amazing Anders Holm from Workaholics, and Elizabeth McGovern from Downtown Abbey. Be sure to check it out. My name is Gail Bean. Follow me on Instagram at Insta underscore B3AN. Twitter, Gail underscore Bean, G-A-I-L underscore B-E-A-N. And that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Check that Instagram out. She told you what to look for on there. Every, okay. Everyone okay. got to go see that. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be back with another guest. <laughs> the champ is here. The champ is here. All right, so we're back. We're back. Still coming at you from Rouge Lounge at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. We have another guest coming through right now, someone I know very well. It's the CEO and founder. That's how they always tell you me on the radio. The CEO and founder of Black Sports Online is Robert Latow. Finally made my way to Vegas. Uh, just left the NFL draft in Chicago. Got the BSO Jet, a.k.a. Southwest Airlines on fleek. Isn't that what the kids say? Is it fleek? Yeah, yeah that's what the kids like say. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, I'm here in Vegas with my man, Andrews and uh, Kel, uh, doing the podcast. Uh, the Corner has been, I've been listening every week. Word. People have been telling me how dope it is. Word. And, you know, I'm very proud of you guys. You know, you know, we the anti how Whitlocks, that's what I like to call us. Man, that's a good, <laughs> yo, before we even talk about anything else, first of all, did you read the Deadspin story? On absolutely, Whitlock? absolutely. Okay. That kid got slandered like he should have. Well, here's the he thing about it. that. It, it's, you know, I just saw the kid, you know, Greg Howard in um, in, in, in uh, Chicago at Blogs uh -huh. with Balls, and I wanted to talk to him about it, but, you know, he, he ran every time I tried to, like, you know, run up on him right. and ask him any questions. So I don't know what his beef is. With, I know he's, you know, he didn't get hired or whatever, and he's like a disgruntled, you know, ex-employee or whatever. Uh, but that's like a, an interesting situation to me because you have a, a, a project that's an urban black project, and we need those to succeed. Right. Because we don't have a lot. There's not a lot of black people in, especially online media. It's not a lot. We need that, that project to succeed, but then you got somebody like Whitlock who's black but seem to don't like black people. You know, they don't like hip-hop, don't like Jay-Z. At all. Um, so we got, like, a, a black person that's anti-black that's, that's trying to put out a black project on ESPN, which at times have been accused of really, you know, not liking, you know, black people. So it's a, it's a complicated issue, and I hope the powers to be at ESPN realize that, you know, after reading this Dan Spin article, maybe they need to go back to the drawing board. Right. And rebrand this maybe without Whitlock being the face you know of it it makes sense because they got great writers you got Tinsley exactly. over there you got a lot of guys who can write but it's like you got Whitlock who black people don't like they his, obviously his own staff doesn't like him because <laughs> they leaked all of the information right you know it, it was worse than the Sony leak I mean they had personal emails they had you know audio from like meetings 
I mean, they had this whole playbook. It's like it, it would be like like somebody hating the Patriots and giving them the entire Belichick, you know, playbook, you know, to right. the Jets. You know, and it, it just tells you how much people really hate Whitlock. And if ESPN doesn't take that into consideration, you know, a lot of good writers and talented people, the editors that they've hired on, is going to end up making, you know, a stain on them. Indeed. All right, so we're at this weigh-in. Now, I know we, we got to talk about your boy Adrian Broner. Yeah, yeah. But let's talk about this weigh-in first. You've been to a few Mayweather yeah. fights. Have you seen anything like this? No, no, I haven't seen anything like this. You know, it's a... Uh, you know, when they opened up the whole arena, they did that with Canelo, but right. it was free, so, you know, it was kind of a different vibe, you know, where now they, they're paying people. But what I found interesting was how happy Pacquiao seemed, like giddy, Yo, you know, almost. he's paying his taxes now. You know what I'm saying? That's what the dude said online. He said, uh, he's happy because he's paying his taxes. He said thank you to Mayweather. And Mayweather, I don't know if he's annoyed by all of the articles that are coming out about the domestic abuse or he feels like people are picking on him right now. But he seems a bit on edge. Uh, 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 you know, you can say that it's focused. But Pacquiao looks loose, knows that he has absolutely nothing to lose. And if he does happen to win, the whole world is going to be at his, you know, his oyster, you know. So... It was an interesting weigh-in. Like, you know, it didn't have, like, that bad blood that sometimes we see at right. weigh-ins, but it had an edge, you know, to it that, that, you know, I haven't seen before. See, my thing is I'm looking at Floyd. I just think the man is focused. Canceled his barbecue. Canceled his, uh, his usual soiree that he does. And he's at a point where I think he's got to win. And I think right. he... As much as he says this is not just this is just an average fight, it's not. There's everything not. to lose. Everything to lose. You look at what we saw today hmm. and the booze that we was getting. I, was, uh. I said on Twitter, he's feeding, it's like Pac-Man Power Pellets feeding this dude up. <laughs> because I think he soaks this thing in and, and it makes him big. You look how big he was. Yes. He put on muscle. He's got something to prove. Like, I, I don't think he's here to play any games. Nah, he wants to win this. He yeah. knows how important it is. It can change his, his life, his career. Especially the end narrative. One win is a mulligan for everything else. One right. win defines his whole career. It doesn't matter how many times he's lost. It doesn't matter that he's been knocked out. It doesn't matter anything. You beat Floyd, you're golden. Exactly. It's, it's Floyd, I mean, he's winning because of the money. That's one win. But, but as far as legacy and everything else, he's in a lose-lose situation. If he win, people are going to say, well, that's Floyd Mayweather. That's what Mayweather does. Right. But if he lose, man, I might, have to, I might have to stop my party plans and post up somewhere where I can see Twitter. Because it's going to be a night to remember if he, you know, happens to lose the fight. I mean, we saw what happened when Pacquiao got knocked out. And we saw everything broke. The memes that came out. Can Floyd Mayweather survive a loss? As a human being, let me ask you, can he deal with a loss? I think, you know, I talked about this today on the site. At, you know, most people, boxers, when they lose, they're either in their prime because they're fighting like other prime people um, or they're early in their career. He's late in his career. You don't see guys making it to 38 and 39 undefeated. You know, right. that tar of a punch comes at some point, normally earlier in their career. And I, I don't know if mentally he would be able to overcome this, especially if it was a solid win. Like, I mean, he gets dominated or knocked out. I mean, I just don't know how he will handle, you know, that because everybody in the world is going to pile on, you know, to him. I think it was short circuit, man. Now, I mean, because in the middle of the fight, let's just say he's losing. Let's just say he's getting punished like Pacquiao did Cotto. Uh, does he check out? I don't think he checks out. I think when you've won that many times, you have, like, this mentality that you're going to figure out a way. Like, that's the thing about Mayweather. People can say whatever they want to say about him. In that ring, that man is thinking and adjusting All the time. and doing what he needs to do to win. And he's been hit with hard punches. He's been in there with different type of guys, and he's always figured out a way to, you know, that formula to win. So I don't think he's, like, mentally, when it, he may be mentally unstable outside the ring. In the ring, I, I think that's when he's mentally strongest. Yeah, and going towards that, so obviously he can't lose. How do you see it going, though? I see it going just like any other standard Mayweather fight. I, I think it's going to be a little bit like the Cotto fight where Pacquiao gives him a push because Pacquiao's a good boxer. He's a talented guy. Uh, but Mayweather will do enough, you know, to win enough rounds where, you know, it's not a shutout or anything like that. It's a 116, 112, maybe 117, 111. Said it you know, I, I just think... Pacquiao, if Pacquiao still possessed that Hatton power, 
I think that you could say, okay, we've got to watch out. But the Pacquiao of right now, that's still susceptible to right hand, susceptible to counters. We've seen what like a bootleg Mayweather, a Tim Bradley can touch Pacquiao. So what happens when you go to like the actual Mayweather? So I think it's going to be competitive, uh, but I think it's going to be clear, like very, very much like the Cotto fight. So let's talk about the uh, Mayweather's little brother, AB. <laughs> About billions, about bondsmen is it going to be his new name. So what have you heard about Adrian Broner? What did he, what did he do? He didn't pay for his drinks? So so it's two different conflicting stories. Okay. So we know he went to town last night, okay? Right. And if Broner's story is he paid for a table, put down 11 Gs, went up the elevator to get there, and then top flight security of the world saw the way he was dressed and was like, nah, <laughs> And when Adrian, you know, went Adrian on him, he called the cops. And the cops was like, sided with security and took him out. Now, there's Damn. another story that Adrian wanted a table but didn't want to pay for the table, went up the elevator. And when he got to security, the security was like, well, have you paid for your table? And he's like, I'm Adrian Broner. I don't need to pay in advance or whatever it is. But this is Mayweather Pacquiao weekend. They want that money up front. And top flight security was like, nah. And Adrian did Adrian, and then the, the, the cops came. And now they didn't arrest him. All they did was they cuffed him, though. They did say let him out, and that's why we got the stuff on the gram and the videos and the pictures. And they escorted up. They did him a favor because they could have, you know, took him down to the to the actual pen and mug shot and everything. They just took him up to his room, and which makes me believe that the the eleven thousand dollars is untrue. Him paying because if you if you cuff me and take me up to my room. And you got my eleven thousand dollars. I'm coming back. Yeah, for yeah, my I'm money. Not, yeah, I'm, I'm not leaving eleven. 11 so basically, anyway. you know, it's Adrian being Adrian, and it, you know, it's why people are like, you know, you're Adrian Broner. You just can't stay out of trouble. You can't be getting cuffed and hanged and arrested and, and escorted out. You know, it's just a bad look for him. But you know, that's part of his persona now. And as long as he keeps winning, it's okay. But as we found out, if you lose. You see what happened? He better stay at 140. He's got. He's gonna have to stay at 140 for a minute. I don't. I don't believe that first story at all. I've been I, in town in a Reptar T-shirt before, and, and some like slide-in vans. Like they don't care. I think it was the money too. Yeah, yo. Like it's half beach club or whatever. You go in there with shorts on. Like there's no dress code in town. Yeah, I think he would just try to walk in. Yeah, and Adrian. top flight security was doing his job. And when Top Flight felt like, you know, all his six brothers, eight brothers, whatever the entourage was, uh -huh. felt a little threatened, he went and got, you know, got the real cops. And the real cops are not playing right now. You know, if you're listening to the podcast and you're out here whenever you guys put this up, cops not playing out here. Not at all. So <laughs> don't try anything. Don't try, you know, if you're from Detroit, if you're from St. Louis, you're from New York, and, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, and you, you think you're home, don't do it out here. Because if you don't got bailout money, you may not be able to make it back to work on Monday. And I don't miss, want you gonna yes. miss the fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that to happen to you. Nah, nah. You nah. gonna miss the fight over over a bottle on the table. Yeah, don't don't do it. Try to front for yeah. some sparklers. <laughs> but chill. I mean, more importantly, if I go, if I pay eleven thousand dollars for any damn thing, I'm gonna wear whatever the hell I want. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's the whole point of, of getting a, a table, and so you can bypass some of the rules. Yeah, bypass dress code and yeah. no line, and that's all that's going on. So. You know, my, you know, I, I tell AB just like I told, you know, uh, Jameis and, and Johnny Football. It's like you can do all this stupid stuff as long as you're performing. If you're not performing, people are just going to say you're a clown and make fun of you. So, you know, you got to perform. So, you know, they, they keep putting them in with people that he can beat. But, you know, when he gets in with another, like, legit guy, he has to perform or is he just going to be a clown for the rest of his career? It is turn-up time in here, by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, the lounge is going, is, uh, is going up right yeah. now. It's going to be hard to focus on the fight tomorrow. Yo, I'm telling you, there is oh. some talent. Wowzers. I know this is a podcast, but white West dress. Woman. White dress. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say is why I don't want to get in trouble. Who, she is hey, taller, wait a you, you guys, taller sitting down. Actually, I just thought about this. Y'all got too many listeners. Just, it, it, just pretend I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get in trouble. I don't want to be telling on myself. White dress. Hey, man, delete that. Edit that out. Make sure you edit that part out. White dress. White dress. Uh, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> but it's real out here. Everybody's trying to win. It's a, it's a summer of boxing to get back to the point so Andreas doesn't get in trouble. Hey. What else are you looking forward to going into the summer? There's some other big fights. 
you know, what's the there's a come down obviously from this fight, yeah. but who else is still on the radar? For but you know, I always want to see Triple G. I, I love seeing Triple G like anybody else. Um, I'm, I'm interested in this Canelo uh, uh, um, Kirkland. Kirkland fight because be there. even though Kirkland, you know, is not being trained by Ann Wolf, he does got power. Yeah. He's a big guy, you know, and he, they're going to throw hands. So Canelo going to get hit and we'll see how he's going to react to a big guy. And then if that happens, you know what, you know, him and, and Cotto, you know, maybe down the road. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think boxing is on the upswing. You know, you got, you know, thank Al Heyman. And, you know, you got all this stuff on network television. Uh, that's coming up, you know. Hopefully, Stevens and uh, Stevenson and Kovalev figure their thing out. Adonis don't want that. Uh, you don't think Adonis wants those problems? He wants, he wants that. that check, though. He does want that check. So, I mean, I think, I think it's a good time. Like 2014 was a little eh for boxing. Yeah. 2015, I think it's, it started off very strong, um, going into the summer and then going into the fall and everything. So I just think we just need to the momentum keep going of big fights. You know, people not ducking each other, all the politics. Can you curse on this show? Yeah, you said all the bullshit want. that, you know, between all the promoters and everything. And just make the fights that people want to see because we notice that casual fans will watch, especially if it's on a, a, a local channel, if there's good fights that are out there. Nah, definitely. That's something we gotta we gotta do going forward. Plug everything, yo. Plug the site, plug everything you got going on. You are the busiest man I know. Plug it so everyone knows where to find you. Well, you know, you can find me at, at BSO on Twitter. Everything else is Black Sports Online. The Instagram, the website, the Facebook. I'm about to get out of here. I got some more. I need to take a nap because I'm all getting old, and I need to take a rest before, white I, dress, try white to, dress. before I try to turn white, up white tonight. Dress. Yeah, <laughs> so awesome. okay. I appreciate you guys, you know, having me on. Everybody listen to The Corner. This is like the hottest podcast that is out there right now. So I'm telling you for, for you know, for Black Sports Online, for your man, Robert Littow, everybody subscribe and everything. And also get our app. It's at, just search BSO. You catch all of our stories, not sports, for the bros. You know, we everywhere where they not at. We're everywhere where they're not at. So once again, guys, thank you very much. Indeed. Yes, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Everyone stay tuned. We're going to bring in another guest. We're going to talk craziness. I'm going to have a drink. It's turn up time in here. Yeah, buddy. I I'm scared, man. I'm scared. Welcome back to the corner. Once again, we're at Rouge Lounge in the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. And we have another guest. Yes, another guest. People love chilling with us. What up, people behind me? This place we got fans and everything. It's crazy. Yes, introduce yourself. I am Giandra LaBeouf, creator of BadCulture.net, correspondent for the Boxing Channel, the Ruckus Podcast, a whole bunch of stuff, HoodRunner.com, all that. Look at that. Busy lady. Working. Always, always. Making it happen. Trying and to. And a dope writer, too. Thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Let's talk about this ratchetness, though. Before we go in on the fight and all the technical stuff, let's talk about the ratchets. My Let God. the people know what's going on. You said you saw a fight? I don't know. I walked up into the MGM. Security looks stressed. People look pressed. A lot of yellow shirts. It's going down in the lobby in front of the lion. The lion? Yo, there's a ring right there. It's hey, a perfect place. This is where Tupac made his presence felt stomping somebody Man. out. It ain't well it ain't end well for Pac though. I was here that I was here for that. As a kid, I saw it. I Did you get down? It. Did you get down when it happened? No, I, no, I just moved. I just got out the way. And then he George Jefferson walked out. I saw it all. <laughs> oh moving on up. <laughs> Andre is it. Yeah, so it's crazy atmosphere and everything. What do you think about today's uh weigh-ins? It went as expected. When I was surprised, I was watching a broadcast. Jim Lampley said apparently Pacquiao was walking around at 142, 143, so he had lunch before he came to the weigh-in, so he good. Yo. And then Floyd, you know, Floyd never misses weight. He always is consistent, so we already know what to expect from him. He was going to make weight with no problem. Did you notice the extra muscle that Mayweather's put on? Yeah, he was looking, you know, giving more fodder to those Ariza rumors, looking a little rip, looking a little Tim Bradley, looking more Tim Bradley than the usual Floyd that we usually see in shape, but just looking cock diesel. So what does that say? What do you think that means? I don't know. It's a little bit of fear. I don't want to see a fight where he's just got all this new muscle mass and we get to round two and it's like, oh, shit, I got a muscle tear, you know, mm -hmm. you know, which is I hope he got his socks on. I hope he don't do the Tim Bradley. I don't got my socks on, yeah. jacked myself up, <laughs> jacked up my calf. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. So, you know, a lot of muscle mass, more so than we used to see it. 
Does it have? Do you think it has to do with him wanting to put Pacquiao down that extra muscle? Because oh. he's already bigger than Pacquiao. Exactly. So I mean. What is he I, trying to prove? I think he just is pressed. I think Pacquiao is under his skin like no other opponent ever been, you know, because his, his opponents are tailor-made for him to stand in front of him and let him counterpunch and take him out. You got to dance around Pacquiao who doesn't perform like anybody else that he's ever faced. So maybe in his mind he got to do some things. You know, we usually see Floyd, y'all, jovial, chewing gum, coming to the ring, he happy. Today he was just, just deadpan, stoic. Not like the floor. He usually relishes in the booze, but today he was just like, nah. You think that affects him coming into the fight? You think maybe he starts slower? Like, he's a notorious slow start. He's anyway. going gonna, gonna to do Floyd and do his usual slow start, one, two, three rounds. Pacquiao probably get the first three rounds, and then he'll adjust and do what he normally does. He'll start to figure it out and start picking Pacquiao apart. That's like the overwhelming thought here. It's the prevailing thought is that Mayweather's going to take a few rounds to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is, what if Mayweather doesn't figure it out? What if Pacquiao's a little bit too herky-jerky for him with the southpaw stance where we say Mayweather has a little bit of problems and he connects with the left, and Pacquiao's shooting down the middle of the right hand past that shoulder roll? This is when we'll really see the question answered about Floyd's legs. Everybody is saying in the last couple fights, uh, Floyd is looking a little old because his legs are not doing what he usually does. His hand speed is going to be good, but if he can't get his legs where he needs him to be, he can't do all those angles and counterpunching and all those things that we know Floyd to do because he don't want to, you know, he don't want to get into a firefight or, you know, fight in the wheelhouse with Pacquiao. That's not his fight. I don't want him to look like Broner against Maidana where he thought he was going to stand there in the stance and, and counterpunch him to death and he got fucked up. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> ugly. Like, yeah. if, if Floyd gets beat like Broner got beat, man. oh, man. Floyd, man. You got to know that you can't stand in front of Manny Pacquiao. Nah. You got to time him. You have to figure out when he's coming in. I think Floyd's timing is impeccable. I think things slow down for Floyd as the fight progresses. And he says he doesn't watch tape, and I believe it to a certain degree. He lying. A small degree. I don't think he studies a lot of tape heading into a fight, but I think he sees enough things early that he makes his adjustments. I think that Floyd is fronting when he says he doesn't watch tape. This man, he always says, I'm committed to my craft. I've committed my life to boxing. Floyd ain't at home on the weekends watching Law & Order. He is watching old tape, new tape. He's rich. He probably got a 35 millimeter reel. I bet you, he, if you got him alone, he could tell you some fights Jack Dempsey was in and tell you what were the pros and cons. For us to sit here and believe that Floyd never watches tape is ridiculous. Oh no, it's not never. I just don't think he. I don't think he obsesses over tape over time because I think you fall into a trap if you watch too much tape. I don't know. You know, he a control freak. That's so, true too. You know. Control freaks micromanage and want to control everything. He probably assembles all the sister wives. We watching tape tonight. I'm going to get a massage, bring the strippers. We watching tape. Ain't nobody watching Real Housewives tonight. Sorry. Now that's a party, though. That's, that's what I'm talking about. You got eight girlfriends like, yo, somebody need to give me a massage. We're going to watch this Pacquiao-Bradley fight, though. And what they going to say? No, Daddy, we not watching it. Come on, Nah, they lose their allowance for that week. Right. They know, they know no what's No bags going. this week. Exactly. No bags. We watch exactly. So, I mean, let's, let's go back to this fight for a minute because you, you, you watch a lot of Mayweather. I do. Do you believe that he slowed down a great deal over the past couple of years? It, Freddie's talked about his legs. Freddie's talked about quite a few things. But do you see it or do you think – this is just kind of some mind games that Freddie's trying to play with Floyd. I don't believe it. I don't think his legs slow down. We should pay more attention to Floyd's hands. Because I remember in the fight, I can't remember if it was the not the Canelo fight. It might have been the first Maidana fight when you can hear Floyd Sr. in the corner say, you hurt your hand, huh? You hurt your hand, huh? I think we should be more worried about Floyd's hands than we are Floyd's legs. Floyd's legs is good. Anybody who believes they're not... There's nothing to indicate there's anything wrong with his legs. I think people want to see a slower Floyd to justify a Pacquiao victory, but I think it's more about Floyd's hands than his legs. Yeah, he got the the gingerbread man hands. Man, Mr. It's, Glass. I'm telling you, and it's, it's, it's going to be a problem. That's why he can't get into a slugfest. Right. He's a bigger guy. He got the reach, and people are like, yo, just stand there and use it. You know, Marquez was able to get him out of there. You're bigger than Marquez. Sit there and punch him. Like, mm -hmm. nah, his hands can't take the beating. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when you don't become a power puncher when you're younger. This is what happens when you jump up a million divisions, when you've never had to hit someone hard in your life. When you decide to do it, your hands will crumble. 
And they just, ain't built for that. Think about, just think about the fixation that he has with gloves, with the Maidana fight. It ain't about his chin. Floyd can take a punch. He ain't brittle. It was all about, oh, I don't want to damage. I think he's obsessed with gloves. I think the key is Floyd's hands. Yo, real. We go to those, uh, to the media days when he's working out. There's 30 sets of gloves on the side. Exactly. Yo, the obsessed. whole side of the ring is just 30 gloves. Right. And I don't know how he picks them. Right. And then he goes through, and, you know, they look and they weigh every single one. It's like, I never understood that. It's like, an obsession. What are you doing? I mean, yeah, his hands have always been a problem. You know, Rafael Garcia does a good job wrapping his hands. He's, he's kept them safe for a while, but... Therein lies the question. If Pacquiao forces you to fight, and you got to bounce those hands off of Pacquiao's big head exactly. several times, you bound to hurt your hands. Mm -hmm. So if, if Floyd hurts his hands and loses a weapon, then what? He better make sure them legs working because he's going to have to <laughs> run for his run because Pacquiao is coming. He got to catch him on the counter like Marquez did. Or he has to heed the advice that they said in the legend speak about the, you know, avoiding the jab. You know, they Lennox Lewis and those guys brought up a good point saying that he doesn't work well with jabs. Heck, y'all gonna have to jab him to death. Damn the hook. Jab him to death because he doesn't know how to defend against that. That's gonna be hard though. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be tough to jab him to death. My, my question is always, I'm always curious of what instructions Freddie can give to Manny mm. in the middle of the fight. When Manny comes back to the corner and either has that look like he's too fast or looking defeated, is there anything Freddie Roach can do to motivate Pacquiao? Middle of the fight, he's down three or four rounds and Floyd's picking him apart. Freddie's not giving him any Yoda-like advice in the corner. Freddie is going to say, you look good out there. Let's go out there and beat this guy. That's what Freddie's going to say in the corner like he says every single fight. Yo, the real key is going to be Kenny Bayless. Is Kenny Bayless going to interfere with the action of the fight? That's who we need to watch. Damn, you know, Freddie and what's going on the corner. Kenny Bayless is the most important character in this fight, more so than the corners and anything else. Kenny loves him some Floyd, yo. He really does. You step in real quick. The eyes. He is like a mama bird in there. Like, no, don't, Floyd, don't even no. Get next to, don't even get next to Floyd, yo. Nah, nah. I nope. tell you, it's crazy. Mm. Give me a scenario where, where Kenny gets involved in this kind of a fight. Kenny gets involved. Let's say uh, Pacquiao walks him down. He got him in the corner, and he's letting his hands go, throwing punches and bunches. Floyd lowers his head, tries to get the shoulder roll, can't get the position quite right. Kenny goes, oh, no, break it up. You know, you're in the corner. You know, no hold and no hold in Queensberry rules, blah, blah, blah. That's the scenario where Kenny Bayless jumps up and breaks up the action with, like, eight seconds left in the round, and then he holds him apart and says box right before the bell rings. Saves him from the round. Word, that can easily happen. Imagine if Floyd gets knocked down. If Floyd gets knocked down, I bet you the first move by Kenny isn't to go over to Floyd. Are you okay? He's not gonna go over to Floyd and start the count. He's gonna go to Manny, he's gonna say back up, back up. Put Manny in the corner, One. turn around mad slow, look around, Two. look around, walk over to Floyd, look Three. down, and then start the count. He's gonna he get that Floyd Buster Douglas. He don't get that Buster Douglas count? No, it's gonna be the slowest count ever. Floyd gonna Six. come up, take a knee, He's going to get a shot of Gatorade. He's going to look around. He's going to make eye contact Eight. with his baby mama. Everything. Nine. That's what that count's going to sound like. You've been talking for 20 seconds, and I only got to eight. That's what that count's going to look like. I'm telling you, yo. Ken, Kenny's the great equalizer right yes, now. Yes, he is. You, yes, just saw, he is. you just saw our man Al Heyman carrying a mysterious right. uh, briefcase. Hey, I saw Al. Look, look. Yo, that's everybody. the money in the bank. If Floyd gets in trouble, Al Heyman's cashing it in. Most people Someone's don't, running from the back. Most people don't know what Al Heyman looks like. I right. know what Al Heyman looks like. I saw him walking by himself with a briefcase, looking like the wolf from fucking Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Nobody said anything to him. You know, Al's losing his hair. Right. He looks like an old entertainment attorney. He's got that yep. look. Like he still gets down with the get down on the low. Yep. Like, if there's a little bit of blow in the room, Al's participating. Right. He has that look. Yeah. Oh, but he's moseying through the MGM with a solid briefcase. And I'm like, where is that going? What's in the briefcase? What are we? What is going on? We're 24 <laughs> hours out from the fight. What are we? What are we going to learn? What's Al Heyman doing? Al gonna have a suit on with no pocket square, and every time Kenny look up, he gonna just tap his pocket like, yeah. Yo. He just gonna tap the pocket. <laughs> so put a camera on Al Heyman fight night, please, somebody. <laughs> you know Al Heyman will disappear. Like, like he will. I don't mean like get up and walk away. I mean disappear. <laughs> like bow. Like he drops a little smoke pellet. Vampire in Brooklyn Yo, style. Gone. For real. <laughs> For real, for real. Yo, what's your official prediction then? We've been asking everyone. Official, official prediction. My official prediction is 
Mayweather by majority decision, very controversially. And very? Then, very. Very. Got to set it up. You got to have people, you got to have people, give people reason to troll Floyd more so than normal. Because he's going to say, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. But if you troll him like you know you got your ass beat, then he feels pressured to, you know, he got one fight left on the Showtime deal. Got to fight somebody. Who he going to fight? Thurman? He no, gonna make God, no 200 God. mil fight Amir Thurman. Khan, he gonna get up, get uh, that check and be out of here. Leave Amir alone. But Amir nobody got take that beating. If it's not, that's a good question. If it's not Pacquiao, who is it? Thur well, it's not gonna be Thurman. Gonna Con be Thurman. thinks it's him. Con been training for a Mayweather fight for two years that he's never gonna get. It's not gonna be Con. I mean, who else is there? You know, he gonna jump up. He gonna rematch Canelo. Doubtful. Canelo fight Cotto is, again. He's gonna. It's Cotto for the title. However. The thing is, is Kodos in Rock Nation. Right. Heyman and Jay. Ain't nope. having it. Nope. But maybe they barely have money for that fight. The thing is, is that he's got a belt that Floyd doesn't have. Yep. Mm -hmm. And another weight money. class. And Kodo sells on his own. Wow. We were, we were talking six months ago. Hey, Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah, but he's with Arrow. That's what I'm saying. Mayweather and Arrow, and then there was a no-go. So the same thing could be said here. Heyman and Jay, until that money gets on the table, and everybody the best of friends. But the other thing is, is that Khan did, he's doing himself no favors, even though no. he doesn't realize it, by fighting Algeri. Algeri's not the guy that's going to get you to Mayweather fight. That's right. Should have went after Kell Brook. Like, just be smart. Take Thank the you. title. Exactly. You know, if you get Kell Brook's title, Mayweather has a reason to fight you. Even if you that get easy. that work from Kell Brook, you get the biggest payday of your life if you fight at Wembley Stadium. You fighting in front of, like, 50,000 people. Exactly. Come on. Maybe he's just giving up on the Mayweather fight because Algeria's just not going to do it. Nah, he I don't know what shit he's out of Algeria. It just won't matter. Khan, Khan, talk too much. He needs to just <laughs> chill and just train. Don't talk anymore because every time he talks, the next week he does something to contradict himself. No talking for Khan. Stop talking, Amir Khan. Right, so he ain't getting that fight. Here's nah. another one. Where does Pacquiao go from here? Pacquiao loses. Pacquiao loses bad. Mm. Where does Pacquiao go from here? Pacquiao need to go on and retire, but. Didn't Pacquiao sign a contract extension right before this fight? Yeah, he did. So, you know, if I'm top rank, you let Pacquiao go back to the Philippines and do some exhibition fights. You know, they're going to make money or put them on a card in Macau. You know, just, you know, give them some tomato cans or something, you know, just to fulfill the deal because it's going to make money regardless because it's Manny Pacquiao. Make it into a charity event where everybody buys a ticket and the Philippines get a gang of dough and they build a community center and cut a ribbon and kiss babies. You know, do something like that because you got to fight somebody if he just signed an extension. I mean, no, no he can beat everyone else. Yeah. No Marquez? Man, Marquez. I Marquez like, needs to get out I here. like Marquez on the desk and doing yoga. I like this version of Marquez at this. I don't want no more Marquez fights. Nah. You don't think they can pay him enough to come out? Oh, he, yeah, yeah, definitely. But do we really want to see it? That's just another L because it's going to be a pay-per-view, and nobody's buying that. In Macau? In Macau, they show it on regular network yeah. TV, so even if a jillion people, they good. But here stateside, they still need the American fan base regardless of what they say. I know I'm not going to buy the fight. I'm going to stream it. I'm going to go on the record and tell you right now I'm streaming it. I'm not paying for it. Look at that. I'll tell you on the record. So real. I'm not buying Damn. that. I'm not buying it. All right, all right. Before we get out of here, plug everything again one more time so everybody knows where to find you. Oh, badculture.net, the Ruckus podcast on Tuesday nights with Ryan Bivens, um, hoodrunner.com, Instagram, Giandra underscore LaBeouf, Twitter, Giandra underscore LaBeouf. Running through you know, the streets of L.A.? Running through the streets. Oh, if you're in L.A., come out and run with me. You'll probably see me running around the forum before the Golovkin fight. So. Word. There you go. Thank you for joining us. I wish I could give this feeling. I wish I could give this feeling.